Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So glad you could join us this week as we see uh, what happens next to our party that are continually trying to find objects to stop the Void Gods. Let's join the action now, already in progress, with our Dungeon Master, Rodrigo. Hey, guys. <laughs> I was expecting you to jump in and say, and the party dies. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. Yep. So here's your new characters. <laughs> no. I would have played Blackie Lawless. <laughs> if you guys all died. We would be sad. We would... Talk not, about we it. Would for just, five it. Yes, we would. We would talk about it for a day or so. For a day, for like four episodes, and we'd make well Steven a day, which is twenty-four hours, which will be what like twenty-four, 24 episodes. Yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. No, <laughs> God, it's everything is so difficult. So last time uh, on Critical Hit, some stuff happened that is not relevant directly to this uh, game, but four or five games ago, or sessions ago, or podcasts ago. Yes. Um, we fought pirates. Yes. Gar. And Orem, Randus. And we got a thing. Yes. Orem, <laughs> Randus, Gla, and Brenzen got a thing. And that thing was the Twin Perfect Stars. One of the items that they are trying to collect so that Randus can cobble together some kind of uh, bomb device to blow up the void. And he's got two what? shadows. Yes. Yes. Would not the, the perfect stars actually be a things rather than a thing? Um, Sort of. It's yeah. like, you Depends know... Depends on if it's their name, then it would be it would singular. Be, it'd be Las Autos. Yes. Because you have to match it. Well, except that Autos would be Los. No, a... it's actually <laughs> short for Automobile, so it is La Auto. Um... I'm, I'm going to have to agree with Rodrigo <laughs> yeah, on this one. I'm going to have to defer to Rodrigo. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Go to the Intar webs, my friend. Oh, <laughs> right. I just no, stole, no, you're right. Yeah. I stole him. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> remember remember that, that Smokey and the Bandit song? We got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Let's uh-huh. let's move on with some of the action. All right. My so We're going to do what they say can't be done. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it out of my system. All right, all right. Get back into my Brinzen mode. Okay. Ha <coughs> ha! So we will uh, pick up as the party has been trying to find out where to because um, last game that you guys played these guys. You decided that your next goal would be to find the a, a uh, an element known as statusite. Yes. And statusite is only known to come from the ten thousand Twitter followers. Yes. <laughs> that is the only way to get it. It's it's actually the uh, derivative. It's the uh, alloyed derivative of phlebotanum. Yeah. So. Um, the only known uh, source of statusite is the bones of a gigantic beast that um, prowls the astral sea. Uh-oh. With fierce hunger and teeth six inches long. Oh. They're more than six inches. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sixteen yes. inches long. That's probably 16 good. Sixteen feet. Yes. For those of you counting, that's one. 
Let's not. <laughs> um, we will pick up as the Hawksbill has a docked in a small island that has a um inhabited by some of those bird type people um there is a um sort of a a research outpost there um and the uh the party's trying to find out more information to see if they can track down where this critter is hanging out so we will pick up as um Glob, Brenzen, uh, Orem, and Randis are in a waiting room in a nice uh, wooden building. Um, it's pretty clear that it was this building is meant to be somewhat temporary, but they've done a good job putting it together and, to a certain degree, decorating it and furnishing um, it. Um, there are some nice chairs. Uh, Along with a, you know, the, uh, you know, just some uh, really well painted shutters. Um, there's a actually a, a painting of a uh, nice little lake with a little cabin by it. Some happy little trees. So we can sit here in the waiting room or wait there in the cynic room. Yes. I choose to wait. Okay. <laughs> Who are we waiting for? Whoever runs the station. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So they haven't come yet. Is there a bell to ring or anything like that? Have we you've run been, the bell? You've been led into this oh, okay. place. Okay. It's just the researchers aren't <laughs> here yet. Okay. That happened in between panels. Yep. So this creature, Randus. Yes. Tell it. Tell me about it. I I know nothing of this creature other than we need its bones. Well, that's largely what we know. I mean, it's a large creature that travels the astral sea, and yeah. Next next time, I think we should get some better research assistance. <laughs> These guys sure? have been so little Indeed. help on in this entire time. Well, in the time that I've known you, we've gone looking for three separate 34? things, none of which we know what they are. I can't hear you. Oh. <clears throat> Nature? No. History. No? History? But it's an animal. Yes. Oh, it's an a- are you sure animal. it's an animal? It's a big Ooh. beastie. Mm. It's a big thing. With teeth. Right. I'll try history. It's not going to work, but I'll try it. <laughs> sure. I find arguing to you. 21. That's pretty good. Um, you uh, have heard of something... That is big and scary and eats things out in this general area. It is uh, often referred to as the Doom Titan. That sounds scary. And um, <laughs> it's the sort of thing where, first off, just the fact that it can travel around by itself on the Astral Sea is rare. That's not that's not a common thing. That will right there tell you that it's either so big and tough and scary that it can withstand the astral sea or that it's magical. Um, Or perhaps both. Yes. 
Probably um, both. The uh, almost certainly both. The main reason why people know that its bones provide uh, statusite is because there have been times where it gets up onto a beach and eats a city block, and one of its teeth will become dislodged. Is there any record of anyone successfully having hunted the beast? Not that you guys know. Do we have Archons on this one, or is that the other ship? You have an Archon. Do you think the Archon might be able to access anything in terms of what um, what the Church might be able to tell us? He's probably... uh, Let me see. Yep, she's probably... um, She's probably already doing research for you, but hasn't been able to come up with anything conclusive. Maybe when you get back to the ship, she'll have something for you. Sounds workable. And then... um, Two uh, bird people come down the stairs. Um, They are probably about five, nine... Well, probably about five, ten, since, you know... They would be 5'9", except that their uh, beak has this, like, sort of a, you know, think of like a fireman's axe mm-hmm. type structure just kind of sitting on it. And, the like, the the spike would go, like, goes back and conforms to the shape of their head. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome image. They, um, the, the beaks are bleach white and they have blue feathers. They're, you know clearly another bird person but not a kind that you've seen any time or recently this is the our ship is the one that has the bird man as the first mate mm-hmm. okay they come down and they're like hello hello greetings we stand hello, hello. so uh what how can we help you we're trying to find the location of the doom titan <gasps> Why would you want to find that? We are in need of a good amount of statusite. Wow. That is frightening. Well, I'll show you what we have, and they turn around and wait for you to follow. Very well. We follow. They uh, take you to a lab. They clear out a table. One of them goes off, comes back with a map, pulls out the map. Um, it is a map of their facility here and the little island. And they're like, well, we've only had two recorded attacks. Uh, one, and only one since we've since this uh, research station has been here. Um, and they have all happened on this side of the island. Which side is he pointing to? Uh, we'll say northwest. Okay. Very How well. big is this island? Not very big. Okay. It, you could probably travel it in less than a day. Okay. From one end to the other. Okay. Shall we head to this island and approach the southeast side and set up an observation post? Well, maybe we should see if there's any other information that they might be able to... Very well. ...give us. Any other information besides the sightings and locations and attacks? Sure. What this else? hasn't <laughs> happened in more than ten years. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Probably was about 12 years since this happened. The previous one was not nearly as uh, separated in time. It probably happened about a year prior. Mm. Then we moved in. 
and then the Titan attacked. Did it seem to be drawn by anything? Uh, Adam Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my one. All right. <laughs> Steven gets one. Very sexy Doom Titan. Yep. I was going to say, you'd really want more of a Mike Mignola on this one, I'd say. <laughs> I would awesome. agree. Or uh, Steve Bissett. Right. Any dang ways. Mm, uh, we don't think so. Uh, it seemed to just be wanton destruction. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which is much better than when it's done with a tortilla. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. That was my 12. <laughs> what 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 happened during the last attack? Did it come in and attack and disappear, or? Uh, well, actually, uh, see this uh, this channel that we have here. Mm-hmm. He points at you know basically this uh, mm, probably from the uh, looking at the scale, probably about uh, like a mile in length um, tube mm-hmm. like the tube itself isn't a mile but it's a mile in width width okay um, and it's like yeah it basically came in on and it ma- makes kind of this uh, meandering arc from the west side of the island northwest where it came in to the northeast side of the island mm-hmm. just kind of uh, this wiggly arc mm-hmm. like well it kind of came in here came into the mainland ate everything in its path and then made its way back out Mm. Okay. Buildings, trees, everything, animals, bad. dirt. I mean that it it made it made this furrow with its mm. mouth. That's interesting. And it didn't leave us any teeth. It didn't. Okay. Darn. Well, do we still need to go up in that direction and check things out? It's. I think it's the best lead we got so far. Do you believe it's still on the island somewhere? This island? Yes. No. Oh. No, if it was on the island, we wouldn't be here. Okay. So there's probably no teeth. They said no teeth, no bones. <coughs> you have any better idea of where to look? No. Well, have you guys heard about any other attacks? Nope. Have uh, we? I don't know. Claw? <laughs> you have the animal in you. This thing's not an animal. What? It's not an animal. What? Hmm. Interesting. I I just, I mean, I told you that you had heard of other attacks. Yeah. Well, there's some other attacks that I've heard of, but. (laughs) So when we said, have you heard of other attacks, the answer was yes. Yeah. He asked me about the animal thing. Any recent attacks? No. Where was the last attack? Here? Wasn't it? Or wherever the, we've been talking about? Yeah. The, the most recent attack would have been here. Here? But I, he might mean, when was the last time that you heard of? I don't know that. <laughs> so, no, I, I don't know that that's what he means. Not that uh, I don't know right, where right, the last right. attack was. <laughs> Do you know of where all the attacks were? I have a general idea where some of them were. I wonder if there's a general plot that we could... See, 
maybe that would tell us, you know, if the creature is going out to feed and coming back someplace to nest. I have a question. Well, it's... Hmm. Have we ever identified whether there are more than one of these creatures or whether we're dealing with a single entity each time? Everyone looks at the Birdman. The Birdman shrugs. <laughs> okay. So we may actually be dealing with repeated instances of a single creature, or we may actually be dealing with a class of creature where we might encounter more than one at a time. Have at thee! Interesting thought. Um, I mean, if it's basically coming in on the same trajectory at every pass, figure we'll just follow that direction. Do you have a map of this region? Sure. I'll go find it. Okay. I really think if you can remember where those other attacks were, that might give us a better idea of where uh, where the creature is based, housed. Okay. HP support assistant. Close. <laughs> um, Birdman comes back. Uh, <laughs> takes the you map off the table. Birdman. Well, you guys haven't uh, called him Harvey yet. Yes. If you call him, see, I'm going to hear Michael Cole in my head all day. <laughs> or Gary Cole. Puts the other puts the other map down. Or Nat King Cole. <laughs> no, that would be funny. Yep. Puts the other map down. This he this is where we are, and he points at nothing in the map because he yeah, hasn't so small. Sure. <laughs> and what about the other attacks, Glaw? Glaw. 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 Summer Glaw. 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 You have to say Do it. Do I know where they are? Sure. Here it. Uh, there. 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 And just start growing extra fingers and pointing more and more. Okay. <laughs> Do we see any kind of pattern form of... Sort of. Okay. Um, there's a There's a definite obvious arc, but there's a couple of places where... The pattern doesn't follow, mm-hmm. um, which could be any number of things. You know, the spiral. No, it is. It is pretty pretty obviously an arc, and then there's a couple of ones that are outside of the arc, uh-huh. um, which may well be any number of things. You know, a the thing actually went a little farther than its arc B, the information's incorrect yep. because it's all stuff that Gla has heard <laughs> the guy who told the guy about he saw can it, we right. see, can we triangulate, can we determine like a point of origin, is there a yeah. halfway point in between the f- two most points um, you can basically take um, let's see what would be the best way to do this um if you, I mean, yeah, you can start doing stuff like that. You can start uh, measuring the distance between all the points, trying to find if there is, mm-hmm. you know, an obvious origin point that would be roughly equidistant to all of these, right? And and also intersect. Okay. Um, the Birdman uh, pulls out a uh, piece of uh, really thin. Um, kind of a fuzzy-looking paper. Mm-hmm. 
puts it over the map and hands you a uh, one of those uh, kind of um, crayon-looking things, like a, a a piece of like a pastel kind of thing, oh, like yeah. a wax. Yeah, yeah, a wax chalk or something. Yep. And you know when he puts it on, it's transparent enough that you can see oh. over the map. Hands it to you, and is like, "I'm going to go back uh, because I have a candle brewing." Okay, I'll I'll be back in a little bit. Okay, very well. So Randus and I sit down and we start making some tracings and some etchings yep. and some calculations. And so mm-hmm. you know how old, how long ago that that attack would have happened? All of these would be before you were in the church, which. Really, I mean, you've advanced pretty quickly because you're not that old. So, some time ago, <laughs> I don't really have an exact guess. Okay, kind of give. I don't know. Maybe I have an order to when they were done, or no, that that you don't know. Right. Hmm. So, some time ago. Can I you see. narrow that down? Fifty years, twenty years, a hundred years. Maybe a hundred years. Mm. I'm not sure. And the last attack. So this is the this is the location of the most recent attack yes, here on this yes. island, and most that was twelve years ago. So ago, yes. Maybe it only comes out to feed. Maybe we'll be lucky and it'll be sleeping. The maybe it only comes up to feed. The attack was a year before that. Oh, the year before that. Huh? They just hmm. told us this. Hmm. 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 We do some triangulations. Okay. Do some calculations. We right. narrow it down to like maybe two or three spots on this. Yeah. Basically, overlay. after you make enough lines, you end up with a um, very irregular zone where all the line, where you know enough lines intersect that it kind of forms mm-hmm. this uh, this little irregular hexagon of a, of an area. Okay. Um, and it is, you know, it does, you know. From a uh, non-mathematical perspective, it does look like you have this area, and the basically it's this cone of uh, attacks that then forms mm-hmm. an arc mm-hmm. out out in the periphery. Okay. Um, if you use the ones that are outside, they just totally go totally in there. Throw it off. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, it looks like we need to focus on this area. I wonder if they have a map of. Uh of this zone or region. In the map itself, there does not appear to be anything there. Mm. Looks like we're going into uncharted territories. Okay. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah, it's the ones in charge. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, very well. Uh, I wonder if we can reload up with some supplies here, or... Probably. All right. Go find the bird. Ah, did you guys, uh, did you find what you were looking for? Uh, we got an idea. Okay. So. Well, uh, we just got a new, uh, shipment of supplies. So you guys can probably just take a whole crate with you. Oh, thank you very much. If you really want, um, since we are in the middle of the hiring process and we don't have a third person out here um also if you want uh, and he goes over opens a, a little cabinet and pulls out um a kind of this uh, orange tube 
um, hand like walks over, hands it to Randis. We've been uh, working uh, aside from all the other uh, research that we've been doing on uh, these candles, and we think that they um, should work pretty well to uh, help any sort of a ritual caster when they're using um, an arcane ritual. Hmm. But um, we don't know how well they would work outside of the island and outside of the Far Brights. So if you don't mind taking this with you and uh, maybe writing something up, here's the uh, information for my supervisor back in Shalai. If you can get that back to him. Really? Yes, we'll definitely try this out. Great. Oh, oh yeah. I'll go get you your supplies. Thank you. So, he gets you your supplies. You guys get back to the ship. Talk to the captain. Yep. Oh, so you just got a ritual candle. You can find it on the player's handbook on page 255. 255 <coughs> of the player's handbook. Let's read about this, shall we? All right. Two fifty-five ritual candle. This candle of rune carved wax. Uh, this case, uh, uh, it's orange. Uh, gives off a clear, bright glow when lit. This candle never burns down. As a standard action, light the candle before beginning to perform a ritual. You gain a plus two power bonus to any skill checks made as part of the ritual. The candle automatically extinguishes at the end of the ritual and can be used again the following day. It is a level 11 item. So says the book. You're all supposed to say, so says the book. So say we all. Um, (laughs) Sorry that we don't do that here. All right. Okay, so we got that. We go talk to the captain. Okay. Captain? Hello. Uh, We think we've narrowed down a region that we need to possibly start scanning or systematically passing over with the ship. Mm. Is this uh, region well populated and closer to the pillar of the world? We have no idea. We show in the map. (laughs) No, it's in the opposite direction. Oh, I'm sorry. It's in the opposite direction. I see. Probably out in the sea of... uh Capricorn. Capricorn. Well, one can hope, I suppose. Yes. (laughs) All right. I'll set a course. They're going to load some supplies before we leave, too. All right. Should we send somebody down? I think they're going to bring it up, but maybe we can get some of the the, uh, assistance to, uh, research assistance to help out. Oh, no, no. no. I hear they're hiring. Maybe one of them will... uh, will apply. Maybe they offer an internship. Hmm. Well, if I was them, yeah, I would definitely try to get in on that right yes. now. Yes, <laughs> that would be the good time. So eventually you get your supplies up, and it is the same two birds that are carrying the supplies, and he sends somebody down to help them up. Wait for you. Bye, thank you. Bye. <laughs> So, uh, 
from the map, it looked like the thing was very huge, very large. Anyone have yes. a good plan of attack on this one? Well, my hope was to actually be able to observe it before we make any actions, but I think probably the best guess would be to try to have it swallow something that it wouldn't agree with and try to weaken and or kill it that way. More specifics on what it would agree with. Do we have anything that... <laughs> it looks like it eats everything. Yes. Oh, well, are we, are we committed to having to kill the creature? Well, we, we either need a tooth need or we need bones. a bone. So... Unless we can lop off a appendage or unless it roams around freely with bones hanging out, we may have to uh, take part of this creature. <coughs> yes. Do you think, well, Randis, do you think that the tooth would have enough statusite in it? Any idea? No. Well, you know roughly how much you're going to need from what you... Mm-hmm. Have figured out, and it just depends the uh, status site content of one tooth, right? Which you know, if if this thing, uh, you know, places status site like creatures, normal creatures place calcium, then mm-hmm. a tooth would have plenty, potentially. But it would, in fact, require us to interact with the teeth. Yes, which is always a dangerous proposition. Do you have anything that we could? Uh Knock it out with. Knock it out with? Is there any kind of a gas, or... I can try. Again, the problem would knowing. be the delivery system. Again. If we presume that this creature can exist within the Astral Sea, then we have to ask ourselves, what actually, if anything, does it actually breathe? <laughs> and thus something that might be a gas fatal or otherwise to us, maybe nothing to it. I think we're pretty much committed to having to strike. <laughs> Which tends to be the case. Or, hear me out on this, mm-hmm. a decoy female. <laughs> well, there's no um, guarantee that the one we've seen is male. I don't know if we'd have enough There's no material. guarantee that the one we see isn't the only one. But, some sort of some sort of illusionary type prowess might allow us to some to draw it out with some sort of whether it be a female to mate with or something encroaching on its territory, something that we might be able to actually move it about. We to to put it where we want it to be so that we can make the decision of whether or not this is a fatal mission Ar- or not. Archon. Hello. Hello. Do you happen to have any other information uh, on the Doom Titan? Oh, yes. Here. Here's what I found. And she starts... She floats away, comes back with a bunch of books, starts flipping them open. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, here's a uh, record of a town being wiped out. And slides it over. Uh, here's a potential illustration of it. And what opens it and... Uh, have you seen, like, the stuff from, like, the Codex Mendoza... Like, basically, like, the old Aztec representations of plume serpents and stuff like that. It's basically Mm -hmm. like that. Okay. Um, It basically goes around and around and around the page. 
and then it seems to be eating something. Okay. Can we or tell everything. what that something is? Um, looks like a city. Ah. <laughs> okay. I think that might be a slight exaggeration of its size. Yes. Okay. Hopefully. Slides it over. Uh, here are some. Here's some more on statusite. All right. All right. What do we What do we discover here? As we um, read. Well, statusite is an extremely inert substance. Um, magically so, weirdly enough. Uh, it's also incredibly hard. So you need special tools to even begin to hit it. And it also forms in such a way, tends to form in such a way, that you can't really crack it. The only way to really uh, get at it is to shave it, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which would probably preclude our being able to simply pull a tooth. Uh, or crack well, a tooth. it's been reported that tooth he's, it's lost teeth before, so... Tooth or, teeth aren't normally actually attached to anything other than gums. They just kind of... We might be able to get it dislodged without too much of a trouble if we can get it down. Anything else? Uh, let's see. Um, death toll, death tolls, death tolls. <laughs> um, that's about all I got. Oh, uh, it might also be a bear, a burying animal. Hmm. Okay. Has there ever been an indication of more than one of the creatures identified at the same time? There have never been more than one attack at the same time, and pretty much an attack is the only time anybody's recorded this. And are there any factors regarding the attacks other than location that are the same? Time of time of season, time of year, time of day, any type of correlations at all? Uh, they largely do seem to happen in the later months of the year. But there are some that don't. Mm. Honestly, okay. it's entirely possible that this thing attacks more often than we know. It's just that out here, populations are so low that we only get a few attacks mm. in populated areas. Okay. Are there any unexplained uh, phenomena? Well, have there have there been any say things where there have been some sort of an attack or some sort of a situation where there was no explanation that might have been this creature attacking and eating an entire village? I did Literally. look. I did look for that, and there are some. Here are the uh, supposed locations for them. How do they plot as to our existing vectors? Let's look on the map. Okay, you guys look on the map. Yep. Do 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 do. Oh look, there they are. <laughs> They line up. Yep. Awesome. Well, this does add further, you know, proof to our hypothesis at this point. Mm-hmm. I wonder Can if there's a, a land mass in this in this zone that we're going to search. I Do think we know? we're going to find. We're going to find out. Can we yeah. add a time frame to the uh, plotted vectors of the attacks to see if it's say if it continues along the arc or if the arc is simply the the creature's realm of influence? Is there any type of order? Does it seem that it's traveling in a cycle or a circle as we go? Here's what I could find about the ones uh, that I just brought to your attention. This one 
happened. I know that this one happened before this one because this one was written in um, Elvin, and I know for a fact that that must have been because of the uh, presence of the uh, toll, uh, yeah, toll taker band here in the uh, in this sector of the sea, which would have uh, completely been out of place with this report. Um, because of, as you can see from these marks here and here, means that it would have been written by uh, people who had at some point interacted with the gith, which means that that would cause blah, 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 blah. And then basically, <laughs> she just keeps going for about 15 minutes. Not uh, 15 minutes, it's a little long. We'll say 8 minutes. The, the, the end of which is, this one happened before this one. Um, and then this one happened later, and they are kind of out of... They're not... It's like, if you plot the three of them, it, it goes right, then far left, then center. So it's not like a, a, a straight Any shot. type of linear mm. progression. Right. And of course, you have no idea about the ones that Claw has brought to your attention. Yep. Good. So it could very well just be meandering. But at the very least, we have a... a a frame, a spatial reference. Or there could very well be something specifically that draws it. So after it eats one, it goes after the next. Whatever it's looking for. Uh, we've never talked about time of year in this game. Mm-hmm. Is Are we at a specific time of year? What what time of year are we at? Spring, summer, fall, winter? Do they have Does, seasons? Do we even have have seasons? They don't really call them that, I think. Well, because the attacks, and then the reason why I'm asking is because the attacks happened at towards right, the at end a of the time of year. Okay, yeah, so that's so what I'm trying to figure. You out. know what time of year it would be in the natural world, okay. and in the Feywild, because those do have right. similar seasons, right? Um, and we'll say that it is now early fall, okay. And when do the attacks happen? Uh, later in the year, okay. So late fall to through winter, okay. Hibernation, time. except for the ones that happen in spring and summer. Yeah, but those are few, right? Maybe hibernation time. That said, the whole time that you've been here, you haven't seen any indication of seasons changing. Okay, out in the astral sea. Okay. Interesting. And they've been out here for a few months now, hasn't it? Yeah, probably about half a year at this point. Since the beginning of this campaign. Since the beginning of this campaign, okay. yeah. Yeah, and it would make sense given that they describe it as the later part of the year rather than a particular season. Right, right. The, yeah, the Archon hasn't made any uh, seasonal references. Any seasonal references? Okay. Probably because there aren't any. Well, you you guys that have been here. Well, I mean, you guys haven't really been here that much longer. Presumably, the two of you, uh, except for Gla, who maybe is actually from around here, the two of you also got zapped to the Astral Sea not too long before these guys did. Well, at this point, I think we should just continue on to the zone, see what uh, is there, and since we have little information... I agree. ...do kind of what we do best, improvise. <laughs> Blunder about... I mean, improvise. Quiet, you. All right, so you guys set off some more. Worked for us so far in varying degrees of success. And... Practice rituals... 
get rested, mm -hmm. get our action points back, <laughs> get ready to prepare for anything. Prepare spells. Prepare spells. Oh, you know, I'm going to pre prepare some spells. You know, I'm going to prepare uh, Flaming Sphere, mm -hmm. Phantasmal Assailant, and Lightning Serpent. Okay. As well as uh, my Guardian Blades and Dimension Door. <laughs> okay. In case I need a fast escape. Lightning Serpent sounds awesome. It does. <laughs> Shall I describe it to you? For those of you who it. haven't... Uh, well, I presume that I a lightning say. serpent would be a serpent weighing less and less each second. It would be lightning and raising up into the sky. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it is. No. Ah, so now I'm, I'm and with ready. With the preparations, I shall basically, once again, enchant his guardian, or his uh, parrying, parrying sword. sword. Ooh, with. so plus two bonus as a free action can be yeah. added after roll. Excellent. Yep, yep. And my, my pairing longsword, for those who don't remember, is a plus three pairing longsword now. Mm -hmm. Now, is that uh, effect once per day? Yes, this is a, a one-time only, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. It's once, once per encounter, per yeah. I think, isn't oh, it? Once per encounter? Well, it's basically once until Milestone, where I can re-enchant oh, okay. another. Oh, okay. It's once in a while. Once okay. in a while. <laughs> All right. But his usage of it would be once. Right, basically. Pretty much, right. Yeah. Basically, it's a charge. Yep. And he go. can expend that to... Get that plus two bonus even after the attack. Awesome. I should point out for those listening at home as well, uh, when we did the level nine uh, up update, um, Orm's favorite uh, spell recently, the magic missile, uh -huh. if he uses that pairing longsword plus three, ten damage instead of eight damage. Nice. So, pew, pew, pew. Yay. What do the rest of you do while we're traveling? <laughs> I think uh, continue to work with the researchers, see what we can find about the Twin Stars and the uh, Triskelion. Follow Randis and poke the extra shadow. <laughs> Let me know if it respawns in any way. You'll probably know. <laughs> nope. It, it responds by being part of a ship, largely. <laughs> it feels like wood now. Yeah. <laughs> So, you guys continue to travel, and eventually, you hear a loud whistle, and see people running by to get to the deck. <laughs> we get up on deck right. two. Okay. Um, up on the lookout, um, Maxwell, the Birdman... Uh, shouts down, Land Ho! Hmm. Interesting. Alright. And then climbs down. Um, the captain walks over. Captain? Maxwell? Looks like a, a heavily forested area. Um, and I think I saw smoke. Like volcano smoke or no on uh, something else on fire smoke? No, it actually looked like a campfire or a chimney. Hmm. Natives. Do you have any of those uh, or telescopes Shreddies. that we could look and spy? Or is Maxwell pretty much the yeah? He just he just did it with his own yeah, okay. eyes. He's but they do have they do have looking glasses around. All right. What do we can we see anything up on the beach? Do we see any kind of a good landing zone when we look through the spyglass? Not particularly. You're probably going to have to take a uh, take a, a boat. long boat. 
Very well. I think that will be the plan. Are Let's we go going to shore. bring the Triskelion and the uh, Twin Perfect Stars this time or not? <laughs> I think it may be best just to leave them with the ship. It worked so well for us last time. <laughs> that may not be something we want to do too frequently. Okay. Give the uh, rules to the captain again. Send out a party in 24 hours if you don't hear back from us. All right. Good luck. We're going to need it. All right. So you guys get on a longboat and start heading towards the island. And, like Maxwell said, it's a heavy, heavily forested area. and Tropical? Uh, no. More of a uh, conifer type. Okay. Subtropical. Yep. Um, so, as you guys approach, there's a lot of... The, the shore is very rocky, but you see that the... Um, that the smoke is coming not from the area of the island that you're coming to. You'd have to skirt around to head towards it. So it's uh, it's kind of up to you as to whether you try to land here and then make your way over, or try to avoid it at all, or... <laughs> You know, whatever you want. Any ideas, people? Well, would we, would we be able to defend ourselves better on land than we would on the ship? Or on the longboat? Most probably. So, let's land here and make our way across. Let's Well, let's land in an appropriate area and then make our way across to where we don't all drown. Mm-hmm. Very well. Or melt. I don't know what happens in the astral sea. Okay, so who's steering? Apparently, Claw. I am. Yo. <laughs> okay, Claw, I think Claw both wants trying to, to steer. Claw wants to steer. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you can try and land the ship on this side, which, like I said, is rocky. So you can go ahead and give me a nature check. Ha! All right. Thirty ah. or twenty-six. Okay, you land the ship. You guys are on a uh, somewhat pebbly shore. Alright. So I say we approach with caution and... Weapons drawn, I think, would be a a good idea. Okay, don't try to respond overtly hostile, though, if we do see anything that appears sentient. Hey, uh, Matthew, what, uh, Hmm. what sword did you bring? Yellow. So, you guys travel around um, without getting too deep into the forest. Um, You do hear a lot of noise from the forest. It is clearly a very densely populated and uh, you hear a lot of bug noises. A lot of chirping, a lot of buzzing. And things like that. Um... And, eventually, as you go around, you find a very out-of-place-looking plot of grassy land with a cute little cottage at the center and, like, a couple of sheds around it. Uh, And there is smoke coming out of the cottage. Does it look to be populated by a lot of people, or, you know, is this something that is probably a small... Well, it's fairly large. Uh, I mean, you could probably 
have like a family of eight living in it. Okay. I mean, it's, mm. you know, but the, the terrain around it is wide enough that it looks kind of small by comparison. Shall we go up and knock? Maybe one of us goes up and knocks and the rest stand back. If you would like. It might be go less threatening. Okay. Why does he just Wait, go? Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. As gla. Nothing's more frightening than a fish man in your face. <laughs> hey, really? he has octopoid features. I sort can of. have octopoid features. Hi, uh, I'm the shape-shifting sushi man. Would you like to buy some milk? <laughs> <laughs> so you head up uh, towards the little cottage. And as you are going, you hear a loud, like, kachunk noise. Like, and then you hear it again. Yep, it seems to be coming from the other side of the island. Or not the island, the cottage. Walk around. Okay. And we kind of follow along the tree line to keep him in our sight. Okay. So, are you are you trying to be quiet about this at all? No, but I'm not trying to make... Like, I'm just... Right, and you're just walking. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, as you round the, the corner, um, you see an old man. Not too old. Probably in his uh, 40s. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) probably, probably in his mid fifties. Um, he is human, um, has all of his hair. Um, it's like silvery, um, and, you know, clearly by the time you come around, he had heard you and stopped chopping wood and was just kind of holding his ax. Um, and there is a pile of wood over by it. By the stump that he's chopping at. Hello. Ha. I'm Gla. Who are you? You're what now? My name is Gla. Oh. What's yours? Valtok. Valtok. Yep. Take it you live here, Valtok? Yep. How long you been here? Oh, most of my life. See, what are I, you doing in my land? We're I'm I'm looking for a uh, creature. Uh huh. A large creature. Uh, kind of a serpent type thing, but really, really, really big. Hmm. Really, really big serpent top thing. Yeah. Mm. Eats whole cities. That's the one. Never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) He shoulders his axe and starts heading back towards his house. You boys better get out of here. And just walks into his house and closes the door behind him. Turn around and look at the other guys. (laughs) Might as well come out. He said, you boys. So he obviously knows we're here. Yep. (laughs) I don't think we were trying to hide at all. I was trying to keep out of sight. <laughs> well, then he probably saw the uh, suit of armor and yes. robot arm man over yeah. there. <laughs> and also probably you. <laughs> <That> probably. 
he doesn't know anything. Uh, are you sure? Well, he said he'd never heard of it. <laughs> hmm. Go over to the door. <laughs> what? Hello. Sir? What? Uh, we were hoping maybe you could uh, help us. We're a little lost. We need some uh, directions, some guidance. Door opens. <laughs> kind of... Big yeah, seems somewhat surprised at, at Orem. I give him a little bow. Hello, my name is Orem. These are my friends. Uh, oh, hi. Our, our friend over here mentioned that we were looking for a a um, a thing, mm-hmm. a, uh, possibly a creature, a large creature. Right, right. And we were just, you know, wondering if you could provide us any assistance. Uh, I can give you some good advice. And what's that? Ain't nobody come back that goes looking for that thing. Yeah, we do understand that. But we're willing to take that, that risk. I see. Are you here on this island all by yourself? Nope. I see. Well, do you have any any directions? Can you point us in the in the direction that we may uh as you say, uh, find our doom, maybe, perhaps? You uh, you hear from inside the house, Who is that? Good thing we're looking for doom, Titan. He turns around like, Oh, just some adventures looking for the doomy. The doomy, you say? Yeah. Do you, do you see the creature regularly? Nope. Hmm. But we know it lives uh, somewhere around here. I see. Have you ever seen it? Yep. Yeah, can you tell us anything about it? Probably. Fish in my pocket. Come out with a couple silver. <laughs> Maybe this might uh, help you within... Uh... He he looks down at the, the silver in your hand and just starts laughing. <laughs> and laughs and laughs for a little while. I was like, boy, you guys are funny. Why don't you come on in? Okay, thank you. Wipe my feet, go inside. My name is Orm. This is Randus. Mm -hmm. Hello. This is Gla, who you've already met. Yeah. And um, this guy is uh, Sir Brinson. Ah, I see. Thank you for letting us into your home. Sure. Um, You hear someone coming down the stairs, and um, this woman comes down. Probably, maybe a good ten years younger than him. Um, also human. Um, hair tied back in a braid. Um, carrying a bin full of clothes. Ma'am? Hi. Well, Pa, you put something on? They just got here. All right, well, I'll make the tea. You just calm down and talk to your adventure friends. They're not my friends. <laughs> she goes and you uh, hear a fire start up and then just don't hear anything for a little bit. Do you get many travelers out this way? Well... We've gotten less and less, but yeah, we get some around here. They all want the same thing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And creatures hunted a lot? Yep. And you say no one's ever come back? Nope. 
Hmm. Well, you know, actually, we're not really just looking for just the creature. Mm-hmm. We're actually just looking for maybe one of its teeth. One of its teeth. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've uh, maybe found one on the island. Uh, we don't go deep into the island unless we have to. I see. Do you believe it sleeps here? Is this where it makes its den or whatever? I'm pretty sure it does. Why do you stay here, then? Well, my daddy owned this land. And my daddy's daddy owned this land. So I ain't about to move just because... 20 or 25 generations ago some monster moved in here. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Is there any other settlements around nearby? I don't reckon there are. Mm. Oh, so you're the only people on the island? Just you and your wife? Yep. You used to have our kids here too. They moved away. Because mm. they didn't want to live around the monster, but hopefully one of them will come back. You've never had any problems with the monster? Oh, uh, no. He usually don't come to this side of the island. Mm. Uh, what makes a beeline that? out. What, uh, what side of the island does he normally... The, uh, wife comes back. Some tea. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So, where are you boys from? I'm from the Prime Material Plane. I'm from the, the Feywild. From the Earth. Oh. I got some relatives out that way. I'm from the Feywild. Oh, yeah. You're one of them uh, Fey Elves. Well, we prefer... (laughs) (laughs) We prefer to be called Eldrin, but yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's just been so long. You know, Pa here used to adventure. Oh, he did really, sir. He's like, woman... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, back in the day, you know, I got the itch. Hmm. I bet you have some stories. God. Oh, I do. I'll tell you what. You ever uh, get yourself into trouble, you ask a dwarf for help. Oh, okay. I know a dwarf. Well, that's good. You ever get into trouble, you ask him for help. Now, I don't mean monetary trouble because they're stingy. I mean trouble that you need to fight your way out of. And where did you go adventuring? Oh, just around... Um, just around the Farbrights, out by the Sea of Cancer. Oh, interesting. What's out there? Uh, a lot of piracy. They got their whole, whole pirate kingdom down there not like up here. Up here, they all disorganized. Mm. <laughs> we fought some ghost pirates not too long ago. Ghost yeah. pirates now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Have you ever heard of the one pirate, uh, Longbeard uh, Johnson? Uh, no, I don't reckon I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have to encounter him. <laughs> mm. Is he new around these parts? Yeah. From the tales I hear, he's a mean pirate. <laughs> mm. well, oh, God. <laughs> well, we not too worried about him. Nothing out this way but monsters. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get there from here. (laughs) Interesting. So, um, you've never seen the the creature? No, we've seen it. Oh, you have? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything you can tell us about it? 
Besides it's big and scary? Would you say it's more snake-like or eel-like? I would say it's more worm-like. Worm. You know how mm. worms got that thing where they like contract in on themselves and then they stretch out again? That's kind of what it does. Ah. And it eats something and then it uh, kind of does that like weird swallowing thing and you can see it moving around. It's real creepy. Does it... <coughs> uh, snake-like. What does it like to eat? Hmm? What does it like to eat? Oh, everything. Ah. Cities, mostly, apparently. Dirt, buildings, trees. Anything that it doesn't <laughs> like to eat? Oh, I ain't found nothing yet. I'm really... Then again, all that's out here is dirt and trees, so... Hmm. Oh, and monsters. Yes. yes. I just find it fascinating that you've been able to survive here all this time without the creature coming after you. I told you, don't come out this way. Hmm. I wonder why. Or probably slim pickings, I guess. We've cleared out this whole thing. All that's out here is a house. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And a stump. Mm-hmm. It's a stump house. Well, do you know where its den might be? Do you, can you give us a idea on a on a map, perhaps? Um, the wife steps up. Um, she's been kind of a. Uh, cleaning something and says, now you boys really should just go back. Right. Pa, did you tell them ain't nobody come back? Yeah, I told them ain't nobody come back. You know adventurers, they don't listen. Look at their faces. <laughs> you think this guy has ever been stabbed in the gut? <laughs> well, I haven't been stabbed in the gut, but I have had a fair amount of, of well, I'll fights. tell you what. You get stabbed in the gut, it opens your eyes. Literally, I think it's a reflex. But still. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is kind of an adventure that we uh, have to go on. Mm. Fate of the world type stuff. I see. So you're not just looking for it for money? Oh, no. Not you know, status side, very valuable, I hear. Right. <laughs> That's what they all tell me. You know, it's very valuable. Do you have yeah, any samples? Yeah, we'd, we'd hire you as a guide. No, I ain't got no samples. I don't go in there. I'm stupid. Okay. I didn't know if it was just something in, you might have found lying around. Go in where? Into the forest. I'm going to attempt to communicate with him. Okay. Using what I've learned with my empathy. Okay. <laughs> now, sir, I got to tell you, I appreciate all you've done here. What we're trying to do is we're trying to save everything. We're trying to go in. We don't even want to kill the creature. All we need is enough statusite to where we can keep someone else from destroying everything that is everything. So anything you can do to help us, be much appreciated. Go ahead and give me a diplomacy check. <laughs> <laughs> now, hang on. I want to point out that I have not spoken in the house. Right. So he does not know that I'm putting on a thingama. Right. He doesn't know. Put it on airs. Yeah, that, that you're putting on an accent unless you fail exactly. your diplomacy like check it. and he'll be able to tell. H- have you looked at my diplomacy score lately? I'm sure it's pretty good. 27. All right. We'll call that good enough. He kind of gives you a... Uh, <laughs> He closes one eye, looks at you sideways. Well, alright. If you guys absolutely feel that you gotta go save you the world, then that's fine. But look, I hope you guys know that if any of you come back out, it ain't gonna be all of you. We're willing to take that's that chance. The risk, yes. Alright. Well, here's what you do. You go deep into the forest. Deep, 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 deep until the 
trees cut cut out all the stars and the sun and the light. Is that five deeps or six? Sorry, sir. Uh, you know the right in the head. I can tell. He's got one of those weird boys. Probably yeah. talking to talking to trees and yeah. when, things when, like when that. When you don't have a skull to protect your brain, sometimes it gets rattled around in there. Ah, I see. Well, well then they call cephalopods there. Oh. Well, that's right down sad. <laughs> Shouldn't nobody have to be a cephalopod, you know? <laughs> well, they don't I have to be. <laughs> anyway, you, you just keep going till the trees choke out everything, and you'll find a hole. Okay. Interesting. Like a big hole, or? Well, it's pretty big. I climb down the hole, and that's where this thing's going to live. Now, the only reason I... You know how I know that? How? Because we've had people who then come back to their senses, and even though they get all the way through the forest, which, by the way, some people don't even make it through the forest. Mm. full of bug monsters. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They try to eat your brain. Mm. And got that out. That, that proboscis uh-huh. just goes right into your head. Uh-huh. Better bring me a helmet, dude. Yep. So... We've got people who go all the way down there, and then they hear it, you know? What's it sound like? Oh, well, they couldn't describe it without soiling themselves, and I didn't want to do them <laughs> doing that inside the house, so I didn't ask. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, you might think these are the cowardly ones, but these are the smart ones. Uh-huh. Really, the smart ones don't <clears throat> go in at all, but we ain't got none of those yet. <laughs> Usually, if you make it all the way out here, you're at least stupid enough to carry you a few yards. <laughs> okay. So I made it all the way out here. Hmm? What? In your interactions with, uh, with the thing, sir, uh, one question I keep having is whether there's just the one, or whether there's a nest, or a family, or... I don't think that this part of the world, or the... Astral Sea could support more than one. If there were two of them, there probably wouldn't be anything around. There you go. Alright. Well, thank you for your your time, good sir. Well... Is there anything we can do for you before we leave? um, No, I don't think so. We got everything we need over here. Okay, thank you. Do you know any good prayers, sir? We'd appreciate them. If you don't, I'll be happy to teach you one. Oh, that's all right. Ain't got much use for prayers around here, you know. All I need is uh, my little garden out there, some good wood to chop, and just trying to live out my life in peace. Very well. Stand Good. up. I guess we'll get out of here. Exit out the door. <laughs> Wait then. Thanks again uh, for the hospitality. Sure thanks thing. Guys, man. Appreciate the tea. Be careful. We aims to. All right, you guys get out the door. And make your way out of their plot of land. Yeah. And I think that that's probably a good spot to uh, end it, as we get ready to head off into the woods. 
There was a great musical called Into the Woods. Yeah, it's good to see that Rodrigo's travels in western Kansas have left him <laughs> such verisimilitude. I remember going to Rooks County. Yep. <laughs> oh, so you, you could tell. <laughs> yeah, I think I met that guy. Yep. Uh, you know what? His name is actually Vernon. <laughs> I have met that guy. All right. Hey, guys, I've been listening for a while now, and I was wondering if you look at the other types of D&D before you started 4E. The game I'm currently playing is called Pathfinder, and I'm finding that it works quite a bit better than Wizards 4E. What are your thoughts on different forms of the game? I'm all for them, depending on what you want to do. I mean, um, I think, and of course, I'm speaking first, because Rodrigo really should be speaking first, but, you know, I, I hate to leave an empty space. I think this game was uh, initially designed as a 4th edition game. Hmm. Um, As far as I'm concerned, 4th edition is a wonderful, wonderful improvement over the the utter horror mess that was 3rd and to some degree less 3.5. I haven't played Pathfinder, but I keep hearing people tell me that they like it better because Pathfinder is like 3.5 done right. Mm. Right. Um... You know, how do we feel about other... How do, how do I feel about other versions of D&D? They're fine. There are yeah. other versions of D&D? That's right. Well, what? Not only... No, they just started on 4th. Yep. No, <laughs> well, I, I mean, thought it sounded what about What yeah. about other takes on the D20 system? Uh, well, other things like the Star Wars game that we were oh, yes. talking about a few months ago, right. and the... Uh, uh, what's that other one that we were looking at? Well, there's D20 Modern, which is which was also put out by yeah. Wizards, which I think is discontinued now. Okay. Yep. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. we got plenty of stuff out of it. True. Yeah. And it was kind of wonky. Yes. It was definitely wonky. Um, but, you know, I, I I wouldn't say, and and you can quote me on this, I, okay. wouldn't, I wouldn't say Pathfinder is better than 4th Edition because they're different games. Rodrigo um, said Pathfinder was not better than 4th Edition. Yep, so it's um, going to be quoted on the back of all of the Wizards of the Coast paraphernalia from now on. Well, and as, as well it could be, since uh, it, it belongs to a different company. <laughs> um, but the thing is, Pathfinder is in fact a another version of the 3rd edition engine. Yep. Um, and they went in, and they tweaked, and they fixed. So like 3rd edition, Pathfinder is this giant toolkit of mm-hmm. things that you can do. Yes, and that is not what fourth edition is. Fourth edition is basically you plug two, maybe three things together, and you got a character, and you yep. just go. Yep. Um, third edition is you pick this option and this option and this option. You see how those options interact, and if yep. you uh, if your game master's head hasn't blown up, then you pick your fourth <laughs> option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Third edition is, is, is to with... me like Unix, in that you do what you want with it. Whereas fourth edition is more like plug and play equipment. You stick it mm-hmm. in, it does what it does. And then you decide what peripherals go with it. You know, and some people say, well, 4th edition is a dumbed-down version of things. But, you know, sometimes I really just want to play... You know, when I get home, I don't necessarily want to play a game where I have to keep track of the inventory of all 17 characters that I'm trying to move through a field. Sometimes I do want to play a platformer. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) Does that make it? Does that make Mario Brothers a lesser game than Fire Emblem? No, of Absolutely course not. Absolutely, it does. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any thoughts, uh, Rob and and D and D Brian? Mm, I mean, if you like third edition, uh, Pathfinder probably is the game for you. It 
largely is just built on the same platform as third edition with some tweaks some that do seem to be inspired by what they did with fourth edition but doing their own thing with it uh but it is third edition uh there's just a bit more crunch than i typically want in my game so Mm -hmm. i prefer fourth i as far as just D D goes i'd stick with fourth edition as well more because uh going back and forth between the two systems gets me even more confused like it took me <laughs> long enough to get used to the differences in fourth edition from third edition right i wouldn't want to go back and then have to refigure out the system and then end up going back and forth because i know i'm gonna end up playing fourth edition games it's like it's like Del Paxton said about being in a band. Bands come and go. Systems come and go. And you know, the three years from now, we may be in D and D five and talking about how four was so much better. I don't necessarily <laughs> think that it's the system, the bit. You know, it's not necessarily the playing pieces that make the game better. It's what you do with them. You know, it's just like Parcheesi. You pull it out of the box. It has these pieces. If you use a Parcheesi board to play, I don't know, say sorry. You're going to have a weird experience, but it's going to be fun. One of my most successful games ever was using AD&D, which was in some ways completely broken, and not really paying attention to the rules that we didn't like. We still had a really good time. We had a really good game. Everybody said we were, you know, stupid and ridiculous, and we weren't following the rules of Dungeons & Dragons. But I'll be darned if we didn't have a great time doing it. Uh, let's see. Eric says, my name is Eric. Hi, Eric. I was wondering... <laughs> well, it would be funny if Eric said, my name is Fred. <laughs> I was wondering, how long do you guys keep the sets of pictures up for the older encounters, if they're still up now? Well, I'll tell you, this is a two-part answer. Number one, we keep the pictures up indefinitely, forever. Mm-hmm. Now, here's part two of your answer. About a year and a half ago, site crashed, and we lost those images. Yes. So, the images are there, they're just not there. Right. And it's only like 20 episodes that are missing images, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Somewhere in the 50s? So, yes, we do keep the pictures up forever, just not those pictures. Right. Until we put them back up. Uh, Scott Johnson posted a picture of five guys in critical hit t-shirts on his Flickr stream from Nerdtacular <laughs> 2011. I gather Rodrigo is the left and Steven is the middle. Who are the others? Is that the whole cast? Are they being revealed for the first time? Uh, I think everybody's been revealed before. But that is a group shot. If you head over to uh, Flickr and you look for uh, Scott Johnson's Flickr set from Nerdtacular 2011, you will see Rodrigo, myself, Rob, D&D Brian, and uh, Rulesman Alex. And you can see once and for all that Rodrigo and Alex are two different people. Mm -hmm. Oh, they can't see that. I mean, you may have just hired a guy (laughs) to be... But it also should be noted that I have never been identified in the wild, and the only pictures of me that exist are blurry, far away pictures. Oh no, we have and those up on the on the majorspoilers dot com website for you people are, that are interested. You need that picture you need is the master ball to catch Matthew. What's that? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we remember we had that contest a few years ago where he had to go into a store and get a picture oh, with Matthew. Oh god, that so. is a terrible picture, and I I will delete it. No, you cannot. I will, I'm wearing a dirty t-shirt with sweat stains. No, don't tell people to look for that The picture. great Nate O here. I just got done listening to Critical Hit 73 in the Lair of the Raven Queen. Uh-huh. I have to say, it's the funniest the one to date. The At the start of the next episode, I heard a spot about the awesome t-shirt. I went to the website with credit card in hand, wanting to order, but like Smith, they were gone. 
Aww. So being one of your future people and missing out, do you know if you will be doing a second printing of them, or maybe a new one with the updated party with Smith referenced on the back or something? I would buy that plus two shirt package. Show's <laughs> great like me. The show is great like me. Wait a minute, that's not right. I'm sure, Nate, that you are great. The show is great, comma. Like me, I would like to help support it so you can keep it going. Let me know what to do. Well, it's a good thing that Nate wrote this when he did back in June. (laughs) Because we actually do have, and again, depending on when this episode's released, hello, future people. You can head over to Majorspoilers.com slash store, and you can pick up a new Critical Hit t-shirt. It is not... Uh, a character shirt, but it is the official Critical Hit logo shirt. Nice blue background, red dye. You get the full dye, not the cropped off dye that you see in the uh, in the the show shot. Mm-hmm. You get that whole thing right there. It's a great way to support the show. It's only nineteen ninety five. It's a great deal. Uh, I dare you to find another shirt online for less than nineteen ninety five that is of good quality like this. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice cottony <laughs> blend. Fits well. Doesn't shrink. Right. Um, looks good. I think this shirt looks good. Mm-hmm. This is not a limited edition t-shirt. It'll be in there for evers, or at least until we go out of business, because people don't buy the shirt. <laughs> I should I should mention that the great NATO, we have several other shirts in the uh, ma- Major Spoiler store that you might uh, be interested in. He bought one called F Continuity most recently. Nice. And I'm sure that there are people out there who are buying the Kablamica shirts. Uh, people who are wanting to know if there will be other critical hit merchandise only thing I can say is keep watching the store. You never know what's going to pop up next. All right. Let's see. Is there anything else that we want to do today? No, because I'm sure people are ready to uh, head over to the store. They've already stopped listening. They've headed over to the major spoiler store. Yep. Because it requires uh, two separate or or the same uh, amount of processing (laughs) space. (laughs) Stop listening. Start buying. Actually, let me say this. We do have, if if you don't want to buy a t-shirt or if you... If you don't, if, if that T-shirt isn't uh, striking your fancy right now, but you do want to help out, critical hit, major spoilers. All you need to do is head over to majorspoilers.com. On the right side, we do have a donation button. You can make a one-time donation if you like, or you can make a recurring donation—a two-dollar, five-dollar, or ten-dollar a month donation. And you know, it's really great. Everybody who has—I think a lot of people have uh, been donating. Mm-hmm. We're really appreciative of that. And I understand sometimes people have to stop. They're recurring donations for a variety of reasons. Perhaps Rob doesn't have his bank account set up right <laughs> through PayPal. Not glancing a bad glance over at Rob, but, you know, I keep getting a notice. We tried processing this from Rob's bank account, and it didn't go through. We'll try again in five days. <laughs> but we That's understand right. if people can't do that, um, such as this person, Kent Heineson, who had to cancel his $5 a month recurring donation. Oh, no. I know, it's really bad. But you know what's really great? What? Kent turned around and changed his $5 a month recurring donation to a $10 a month recurring donation. We've had a lot of people doing this lately. So thank you, Kent. And uh, if you're listening to this particular show, we're dedicating this entire episode full of role-playing action to you. (laughs) Hooray. This week's Critical Hit podcast goes out to Kent. Heineson, not related to Jamie Heineman from the Mythbusters. All right, everybody. That about wraps it up for this show. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And next week, oh, we be hunting monsters. Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> be very, very quiet. All right. Until then, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits.